0: Hey weirdos, welcome to Let's Get Weird with Lola the podcast. Yep, I'm Lola, aka The Weirdo Coach. I'm a visibility coach, a designer, an ADHD crazy cat lady, and like every other good millennial out there, a travel addict. I went from broke-ass bachelor graduate to full-time entrepreneur in less than a year, and I want you gals to know exactly how I did it. So each week, you'll learn all about my favorite biz tips, my little uh, witchcraft Jedi mindset tricks, and of course, my visibility strategy get a little bit freaky, to get a little bit weird. Well, keep on listening, babe, because we're about to jump right in. Hey, love. So today I decided to do an entire episode about ADHD. So I haven't talked about this for so long and I kind of feel bad about it. So I wanted to take this opportunity to uh, talk to you guys a little bit more about it so i have adhd i have all of the adhd so if you don't know adhd it's, it's attention deficit disorder with or without hyperactivity and i do have the hyperactivity it's just like in girls it uh, it comes out a little bit differently than in boys what we're used to see it's like you know those children that just running everywhere and screaming and throwing a tantrum all the time, but this is not always how it represents itself. Most of the time, that's the image we have on children, but in adults, it is really different. So I do have ADHD and I have ADHD mixed, which means that I have a lot of impulsivity that comes with it. So I want to give you guys a little bit of a backstory of how I was diagnosed because I have quite an atypical story. Um, Most of the time it's diagnosed when you're a kid, when you're in school, you're not listening, you're um, not paying attention, you're having bad grades, and the teacher asks your parents to get tested. And you get tested and they're like, ta-da, ADHD, get some pills, medication, you're good to go. But What happened in my case is that I was the kind of kid that I loved to please So badly. So in class, I would not be the kid who talk all the time. I wouldn't disrupt the class. I was really paying attention and I wanted to learn as much as possible. And because I love learning. I'm just I just love learning. It's crazy. And I wanted to please my teachers. So I would never disrupt the class or anything. But when the bell rang, Oh Lord, baby Jesus, please help me. I would run out of there and I would be super, super hyper all the time my mom told me that because I have a younger sister but uh, so I was I'm, I'm the oldest in the family and my mom told me legit one time that um when she had my sister and she grew a little bit older and she saw like her acting as a child versus me she told herself oh this is what it's like to have a normal child yeah I'll let them sink in for a second. So I was legit, legit the kid, you know, those like wooden horse that you rock on and on. Like, you know, instead of being sitting on it, I'd be standing on that shit trying to ride it like I was a fucking part of a circus. I was climbing up trees. I was digging off the plants at my mom's house. I was just doing all the fucking mayhem. But when I was in class, when I went to school, I would still listen and I would still have good grades. So my mom never thought anything about it. And she just thought I was a special kid, which I was. And she never tested me for anything because I was still able to live my day to day life. Um, and everything went well, but I got super lucky and I hate saying this and I hate talking about this to you guys, but I feel it's, (laughs) it's important for you guys to understand. Um, I started to look more and more into ADHD once I was diagnosed. But the thing is like ADHD doesn't necessarily mean that your level of attention is super fucking low and you can't pay pay attention for more than five seconds. That's not what it means. It just means that the attention level that you need to be able to function regarding your the speed of your brain is not adequate for you to be able to go to your maximum potential. That's ADHD. So what's happening in my case is that I do have... I I do have a quick brain, like my brain retains a lot of information really quickly and I'm super lucky for that. So that my level of attention is just like a little bit below average and that means that it just can't handle the speed that it could go to regarding my brain. I hate saying that. It's like, oh my God, I'm so smart, and this is why I made it through. But that's not true. It's just, oh well, yeah, my brain goes fast. But <laughs> I'm just saying that I got super lucky because I still have a really great memory. So all through elementary school, or high school, the teacher would repeat everything two, three, four times, and for me, I was like, okay, cool, got it. I don't have to hear the same thing for 50 times. I'd have a really great memory, and I would be able to just turn around and instead of listening in class, I would draw. I would do a bunch of other things, and it would help me out. And all through high school I was super super active as a child I would be part of like three different sports team at once I would be playing music instruments I would have in all the different kind of fucking extracurriculum activity and all the clubs and all the things I would be in every single fucking thing so for me it would really help me out to if I would overload my plate, I would find myself without any free time. So that means that every single little time that I had something to do, I couldn't procrastinate. I had to do it right now. So that really helped me out when I was in high school and I performed really well and I did all the things. So that really helped me out. But when I moved to the next level in my scolarity, which is I live in Quebec. So we have this weird thing called CJP. It's between high school and university is those kind of pre-university college type of thing uh, so I did that uh, I spend normally the normal background of that you'd spend two years there you kind of specialize it's a little bit more specialized than high school it's just to prepare you to go to university so I did that for two years but the the, the difficulty between high school and CJF is way higher and because I performed really well in high school I was placed with all the other kids that performed really well in high school um, so I ended up being staying in class and having two learned so much information and the teacher wouldn't repeat anything. And I had so much to do and so much to learn. And when it was time to actually do the fucking homework, girl, I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit for five seconds. I would try so hard, but I would have this impulse in me that I couldn't stay seated. I couldn't focus. All I wanted to do was stand up and run and I didn't know what was with me because all I could see was all my other friends being able to do the homework, had amazing grades. and I was just there be like, okay, I had like okay grades. But I couldn't fucking sit down for even if my life was in danger, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't fucking do it. But I still went through siege um, up with that. I applied. I went to university. I was accepted in biomedical science in university. I know. I know. I do. I, I am the word coach now. I did a bachelor in design afterwards. But yes, before all of this, I was aiming to have a career in science. <laughs> so I was act- accepted in um, biomedical science and a university and I went there and for the first year it was struggles after struggles I couldn't fucking do it all I could see I would I would have to sit in class for three ho- three hours straight and I would just sit there and I couldn't do it all the other things were in my head I couldn't I just I just couldn't fucking do it and all through this time my friends family and like my family would keep telling me you're just not trying hard enough my mom would be like you're just not trying hard enough to focus and concentrate and I was like I don't know what to tell you but I just can't I just can't sit down and I can't do the fucking thing and I would forget things all the time And I would get yelled at for forgetting things. And I'm like, why do I get yelled at? Because I didn't think about it. It's not like I thought about it and decided not to do it. I legit forgot to do it. Like, how can you get mad at that? So when I got the first year at university and I saw all my friends just sitting there doing the fucking homework and being able to listen for three hours straight, I was like, how the fuck are they doing this? Like, there must be something wrong with me. So right then and there. I decided that it was time for me to go seek some help. So I actually went by myself to the student help, like help, mental health t- thing. I was like, I need to get tested for something. Like, I don't know what's wrong, but I think I might have ADHD or something resembling that because I can't fucking sit for five seconds. So how it actually works is that they tested me in a. I went to see a psycholo- psychologist, 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 I don't know you know, a person smarts with brain stuff and personality. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And they gave me a test that was more like introspective. So for my point of view, do you feel like this? Do you feel like that? Before they send you to the neuropsychologist because that bitch costs a lot of money. So they want to make you the little test that's really cheap to make sure that they're not making you spend a lot of money for no fucking reason. So Turns out the, the person that I did the test with, she, he, she looked at me. He was like, uh, yeah, bitch, you checked all the fucking boxes. You need to get the test. So I got tested and I did a test with a, neu- a neuropsychologist and she was like, yeah, you got ADHD mixed. You got the package deal, girl. Ding, ding, ding. You won the lottery. <laughs> so at first I was devastated. I'm like, that's it. I can't do science. I can't be a doctor. I can't do all the things I wanted to do because I got this thing. Um, and then I got, uh, diagnosed, I got diagnosed and then I got prescribed some medication to help out in school. Um, so at first I was really sad. I was really distressed. I didn't know what to do, but after a little bit, I realized that it was actually a blessing because knowing that I had it, knowing that I had ADHD, really helped me out with how to handle it. Because as soon as you know, as soon as you can put a finger on it, it explained so much from my past, it Explained why I was doing so well in high school, because teacher repeating everything, and I was able to be active to move around to get all that energy out. So it's easier for me to listen in class. But when I get to CJP, I had a lot of trouble just listening and focusing but I was still able to do a couple of things and just explained all the things and all the struggle I had throughout my scholarity. so what I did at that point is that I decided to give it a go with a medication girl I I hated that shit (laughs) fucking the first time I took some Concerta I and that that bad boy have effects on you for like 12 fucking hours so I walked in class and my friends and I sat down, I did the thing, I listened and that the, we have like a first like mid in between, like, you no, know, it's a three hour session. So we had a break after like an hour and a half to just, you know, like give a chill pill to your fucking brains. Um, and my friends were just like, Lola, what's wrong with you? Like what, what's going on with you today? Like you're quiet, you're not talking or just like, looks like you're high. And I'm like, yep, took concerted today feel real good and my friends were like dude you're not the same fucking person don't take that ever again but the thing is like I needed to take it because I was in an environment that needed me to be extra performant. so if I had the choice I wouldn't take it but I was in an environment I had to perform I had to get the grades I had to listen for three straight fucking hours so I took the fucking medication even though I hated it because the side effect of that dumbass fucking pill is so uncomfortable it's like you get mild headaches you get all the things and it's not cool So after a while, I decided that um, science was not for me because I didn't want to spend the rest of my life taking medication to be able to perform. So this is when I did the switch and I went into design. Um, So when I went into design, I was able to uh, not take the medication because if I wasn't listening for five minutes, it was okay. And I found other tricks to help me to focus when I had to. So I actually started knitting when I was in university. And this was a shocker for like my teacher, because I would pull out in class, girl, just picture this. I would pull in a class <laughs> with a bag full of yarn and some knitting needles and would just sit there and pull out the fucking work and just start knitting and like looking straight out. Cause at that point I would get like pretty good at it because I would knit every single day. So I would like be able to just knit and like not look at what I was doing. And my teacher would look at me and be like, uh, Lola, are you okay? Like, um, what are you doing I was like yeah cool I'm cool bro I'm just knitting do you want a hat do you want uh, mittens like scarf something I can knit that for you my teacher's like no it's cool it's cool and at that point they just knew I was a special kind of person so they're just like it's Lola it's fine we'll just let her do her thing she's not bothering anyone But it really helped me out to build up and just to be able to make it through. And the real thing is that starting at that moment, the more that I learned about ADHD, the more that I did research about it, and that I started to observe what was going on in my body, the better I was able to handle all of this. So if you are struggling with ADHD or any other mental health type of thing, um, here is what i would suggest to you because the thing is with adhd a lot of the time you have anxiety that's linked with it and this is the first reason why i stopped taking my adhd medication because it would amplify my anxiety and my anxiety would amplify my adhd symptoms so you see the fucking wheel there yeah i cut that real straight i stopped taking the medication and nowadays i only take it once a week I take it the day I take it on Wednesday. Wednesday is my concert day. My boyfriend knows, like, when we wake up in the morning because, like, concert day today. I'm like, yep, I'm popping a pill and I'm going back to sleep for an hour. And when that kicks in, I'm like fully fucking. I'm ultra focused for twelve hours and I get so much shit done. It's crazy. But then I crash and I don't feel good and I'm tired and I have a headache. So it's just like that one day of the week that I sacrifice to be able to do a lot of things because it actually makes me more secure because I know that I spent an entire day doing so much shit that if I get distracted the rest of the week, it's okay because I gave so much during that day. So this is how I regulate myself. But what I actually did and what helped me the most and what can help you the most is these. I I came up with five steps that really helped me out throughout this journey. So if you have a pen and paper, pull it out. Now is the time, but I'll put the information in the show note just so you have something to take on so first thing first is accepting it it can sound easier than it is but to truly accept that you what you have it's not like i know what the fucking call it a disease but it's not a disease accepting that you have adhd is just accepting that your brain works differently and that's okay being different is okay you know i'm the weirdo coach i'm hella okay with being different but being different is okay and Accepting ADHD is just accepting that you work differently and it's up to you to find different ways to function because society says that we have to do things one way, but society is a fucking bitch and I hate her and I hate the norm. So back to it. Number one, accepting it and not just be like, cool, I accept it, but with all your heart to be okay with having ADHD because, girl, you can't really change it. Number two, learning what it is about so do some research and not just about children because a lot of time all the research you're going to find are about how does adhd is affected or add is affected in children and it's like yeah cool but i'm an adult so a lot of the times it goes out and goes away and people as adults are able to function different ways. But sometimes it stays till adulthood. So I do a, a couple of research about this because it really helps you to see what it's truly like. And to get rid of the stigmas. It's just oh, just not listening, not paying attention. It's like, nah, bitch, just my brain works differently. And it's just like, this was... A trait in evolution and most of the time people with ADHD are still here nowadays and we didn't die as cavemen because we were the best of them all as cavemen and cave women and cave person you just they were the best hunter they were the best at surviving because every time something would distract you it would mean that they could be danger or stuff like that. Or if you were hunting, you're real still something on a corner of your eye caught your attention and got you distracted. Well, that was a prayer or something like that. So this is why this trait is still here nowadays. It's because it was useful. It's a useful fucking trait. It's up to you to find it. It's just that in the society nowadays, it's you need to sit, you need to do your thing and you need to do super focus and you're a little, you little piece in the little the entire machine. I'm like, fuck that. I want to be the entire fucking machine. So Sorry, that was my rant about society not accepting ADHD. Um, but learn more about it and how it, how it is in the brain. Uh, the different thing that encounter. It's just your brain works differently. It's just your brain is taking side roads instead of going from A to B. It's gonna get to B, but it might go to uh, a a point A, a point, and just side roads and country roads, and then country road. I'm sorry. Sometimes I have songs in my head. See, ADHD, but then you still get to point B in other different ways, and it's completely fine. Also, there's a bunch of things, uh, spatial awareness of yourself. If you bump yourself a lot into, I used to do that like being late. I would bump my hips into tables and stuff like that and get so mad at it. But I learned afterwards that it's a thing with ADHD. You have, spatial, you have difficulty with spatial awareness. Um, so learn about it as much as possible, how it's like in adults. Number 3 is being a gentle observer of your day-to-day life and how in, and ADHD is impacting it. So, once you n- know that you have it, you accept it, you learn all about it. Well, now in your life, you can be like something is happening to me or I interact some way or I react some sort of way and be like, oh, "Okay, I know it's cuz of ADHD." Like it's cuz I work this kind of way. And again, I don't ADHD is not a disease. It's just part of your personality. So it's just learning your traits, your personality traits, and how it impacts your day-to-day life. So observe your day-to-day life and see how ADHD impacts it. Number four is taking action and decision accordingly. The best example that I can give you is that I know that I'm impulsive, like I'm diagnosed with impulsivity. So I know that when it's time to do something that is um, not intense, but I mean a big decision, I have the impulsivity, I'm like, yes, now, do it. Woo, cool, now, woo, let's just fucking do it. But I I know I'm impulsive, I know it. So most of the time I'm like, okay, I'm super hyped, but let me check my calendar, let me sleep on it, let me journal about it, and really make sure that it is the right decision and it's not just the impulsivity talking. Like, I'm addicted to tattoos, girl. I am covered and I can't stop getting them. So every time I want a new tattoo, instead of just going into it and being super excited and booking an appointment right then and there, I give myself a little bit of time, a little period of just thinking about it to see if it's truly the thing I want. Same with travel, same with a lot of things that are gonna impact my life in some sort of way. So step four, take action and decision accordingly. Step five, it's being straightforward about it this is my best tip is the more open you are about it and to talk about ADHD and be proud about it and just be like yeah that's just part of who I am that's just part of my life and just everyone who's interacting with you in a little deeper level to be straightforward about it be like hey yeah it's cool I have ADHD so sometime I have this time this type of reaction and sometimes we do this is the best way because it just clears the air for everyone and it makes everyone's life easier best example I have uh, my last year in university I had to do a school project with one person so I had a partner we were working together we were sitting right in front of each other and the thing is like she would know me at that point like she knew exactly who she was in team with and instead of sometimes like I would um I would just Fall into I would be in my head I would think about something else so instead of just being like uh-huh sure I listen and then be lost and not know what she was talking about I'll be like oh s- sorry sorry girl I was not there I was not listening I'm so sorry uh, can you repeat that and she she knew she knew so bit be- so well that I had ADHD so she didn't care about it she's like okay cool so to be straightforward to be upfront about it it is the easiest thing and you'll see the more you're straight up about it the more you talk about it the more you'll have people reach out to you be like girl thank you so much. Like I have ADHD too. And it's so hard to make friends with other people that have it. And the thing is, like, especially as women, there's not a lot of, adult women that has ADHD or ADD and that talk about it and the more I talked about it the more I had women reach out to me be like girl I have ADHD too and I've been struggling with it I'm so shy to talk about it and I don't even want to talk like I'm scared to say that I take medication for it and stuff like that and thank you so much for talking about it so I'm happy to be the crazy lady I'll t- tell you tell you All the things you wanna know about my medication, my journey with it, how I like it, how I hate it, how all the things, how it affected me, how it affected my relations, all the thing about ADHD that you wanna ask me, just ask me, reach out, send me a DM, I'd be more than happy to talk about it. So this is my last thing. If you are struggling with ADHD or any other mental thing, um, like anxiety or any stuff like that, reach out to someone. You don't have to struggle with it by yourself. I reached out for help when I had ADHD and I reached out for help with my anxiety because I had crippling anxiety next to my ADHD. Uh, it just goes hand in hand. I have was to the point that I had panic attacks every fucking night. It would keep me awake and I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. Um, I had, I went to the, to the hospital a couple of times for that because I legit thought I was dying. Um, but when you have issues like that, it's okay to reach out and it's preferable to reach out to someone and to really ask for the help because this is how you start the healing process so i'm here for you girl like i have all the adhd i used to have all the anxiety and now i know how to handle it and i don't have it as much but i am there for you reach out to me slide in my dms on instagram send me a message here do whatever you need to you're comfortable with but reach out to someone who's there for you so This was my big story about ADHD and how I deal with it and how it impacted my life and now how I am nowadays. Because nowadays, I'm so proud and happy to have ADHD because it's a superpower. I get to be hyper-focused and I get to think outside of the box and I get to be a fucking machine when it comes to just being able to help other people to see different aspects and to be excited about thing and to be hyped it's amazing all the things I get to do because I have ADHD what normal people can't do I get to do those things because of that and I'm so proud and so excited to have it so I'm encouraging you to see the beautiful sides that you get to have because of it and if you want help if you need help or anything don't hesitate to reach out girl I am here for you so I love you I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you pretty soon